Hello guys and welcome back to the Hunters of Fandom podcast. I am your host James and today I am talking about 8th grade 2018 which I just learned today for the first time that it actually came out in 2018 because I thought it was a 2019 film. But alas, as we do, let's run through some stats. Everett has a 99% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes and an 82% audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I can I can definitely understand why it's a very good film. The movie was directed by Bo Burnham and also written by Bo Burnham, who y'all probably know from Inside or any of his other stand-up comedy. If you've come to know of Bo Burnham more recently, um and you don't know about Inside, he's the dude who made the song White Women's Instagram, and the Jeffrey Bezos song that you've probably heard if you've been on TikTok for more than three seconds. And now we have a positive review from Mark Commode at The Observer UK, which I don't know why I wasn't expecting to see a UK review, but I wasn't. The real genius of 8th grade is its universality, an honest and compassion... Can I read? Let's start over. The real genius of 8th grade is its universality, an honesty and... Oh, that's why I didn't read it right. That didn't make sense. Okay. An honesty and compassion... Oh, never mind. I'm stupid. An honesty and compassion that cut across generational boundaries. That was written in April 28th, 2019 and was giving a 5 out of 5 rating. Let's go on the actual, um, you know, a little bit of background. Like what I knew about this movie, which was absolutely fucking off in my... I knew absolutely nothing going into this music. Music? I knew nothing going into this movie except for the fact that it's called 8th grade. It's apparently really good. And it was directed by Bo Burnham. And even then, I forgot. Like, literally, I like saw the credits at, at the beginning of the movie. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is directed by Bo Burnham. I forgot about that. Um, so... Yeah. This was my first time watching this movie. I would say I thoroughly enjoyed it, except for the fact that it also made me incredibly uncomfortable at a fair few moments in time. Because funnily enough, I've gotten to the age where I look at a 14-year-old and that is a child to me. They they look like children to me and they act like children to me. And so it's just very uncomfortable for me. Uh, to casually just be watching, you know, this four, these like 13, 14 year olds talking about, like, talking about sex. Like, uh, no. That just, that made me feel weird. I don't really jive with that notion. It's a different demographic in my head. Which is funny because it's not like I'm that far off that age. But my brain is like, oh my god, no. Something I really liked about this movie was how, like, kind of raw it felt. There was a vague romantic storyline, but not particularly. It was... It was the kind of coming of age story that actually gives me similar vibes to Perks of Being a Wallflower. Um, That kind of like, you know, the main character is this like really socially awkward person who like struggles with making friends. It had that kind of vibe. Before I go and talk too, too much about this movie, someone 
made the bad decision of letting me know that I could uh, take out five books from school. And so currently, I just took out five books. 130 pages into American Gods by Neil Gaiman. Uh, I started it yesterday. I've read, like, well over 100 pages today. Um, it's been it's been a good time, you know? It, I'm just curious to see where this goes. Because I think I'm, like, four chapters in. But these are really fucking long chapters. I'm five chapters in. And these are chunky chapters as well. Um, but I quite enjoy the way that the, like, the book is written so far. Um, I think I picked this book up because I've heard that it's really good from uh, one of the movie podcasts I listen to. I say one of, like, I listen to any others. Not really. I need to, I need to listen to more movie podcasts, but, like, I'm attached to the one I'm listening to very much. So, yeah. Um, speaking of, that podcast is Bacon and Eggs, who does what I do, but way better. They're also the inspiration for this podcast, so, you know, shout out to Bacon and Eggs. That has kind of been what I have been doing for the past, like, day or so. This week's been kind of hectic. I need better time management skills because I'm currently recording this on a Thursday evening. It's, like, 8pm. So I'm about to be... I'm about to be editing this episode at, like, 11am tomorrow. So, rip to me. Let's just get a little bit into the movie, you know, brief synopsis or whatever. Eighth grade is about this, as one would assume, eighth grader, uh, which, you know, for all my UK folks, that an eighth grader is, like, someone who's year nine age, so 13, 14, um, who's in, and her name is Kayla, she is in her last year of middle school, very socially awkward, as I said. Uh, she's your typical loner girl, you know. She doesn't have like any friends at school. She sits by herself at lunch, and she does YouTube videos, which I think is like a nice little nod to Bobby Burnham, the director, because he like started out on YouTube, and then like eventually expanded from there, you know, his stand-up comedy, he was on Vine while Vine still lived, which, rest in peace, Vine, man, don't get me wrong, I've grown on, like, TikTok has grown on me, like, I rem- I remember when TikTok was musically, and, oh boy, let's not even talk about musically, like, whew, musically just gives me weird vibes, my dudes, the age that I was when Musical.ly still existed, just a weird decision on everyone's part. But, you know, it is what it is. We were living, we were doing stuff. Every, like, you know how teenagers are always cringy? Yeah. I was no different in the time of the Musical.ly. You know how it is. You know how teenagers are cringy. That's the same vibes I got from this movie. Ooh, boy. There were several times... For a vast majority of the movie, where I was literally sitting on the sofa just going, oh, that's so awkward. Or just, you know, hoping that people aren't going to be absolute dickheads, and they decided to be absolute dickheads. That was really fucking rude on their part, personally. Ew. No. 
like it's the last week of middle school the last week of school and you know you're about to go into a new one and everything feels at, like on the one hand it's like thank fuck we've been waiting for this for years and also like oh I might actually miss you. You know, it's that weird time where it's like, wow, some of us will probably never see each other again, except we probably will, but not on this day-to-day business of like, oh, look, we're in the same class, always gross. Kayla, a socially awkward teenager, naturally has a crush on like the jock in quotation marks i don't know what the fuck this boy is except he is literally the like the, he is a prime example of fuck boys if they were like 12 but it's it's really fucking weird to me that he was acting like this but you know she has a crush on like one of the more popular kids his name's aiden but kayla does the youtube you know she tries to be like she makes these little videos of her basically trying to you know inspire other people you know the kind of like how to be more confident how to like put yourself out there how to be the real you kind of like helpful tips for people um while at the same time not fully being able to do basically not being able to take her own advice which you know if you can't take your own advice not the greatest idea to be giving it although i think it was kind of helping her like have an outlet or whatever so you know that's good and all but yeah but this whole kind of interactions this whole kind of thing one thing that i think is interesting about the movie is that it's not like there's one specific plot kind of thing like the stuff happens naturally things are rolling and events are occurring and all that but it's more of it it has slice of life vibes like you ever just you ever read a fanfic where it's just like you're here to read like random scenes it's like reading a one shot or something that kind of thing I'm sure they have it in TV shows, but to be quite honest, I don't watch those kind of TV shows, to be quite honest. I am very much a... Well, let's just put it this way. The last TV show that I was watching was Clickbait, which I still need to finish watching. The TV show I was watching before that was The Punisher and Daredevil. So that kind of t- that kind of shows you what kind of TV shows that I'm watching. It's a lot more... Less, these are the day-to-day things of the lives, and more like some whack ass shit is going on what the fuck is happening kind of bullshit yeah that's kind of my vibe for movies anyway what was i gonna say um yeah so it's more a day-to-day kind of thing with kayla um we get a lot of her not like in a dialogue but just like you can see the way that she's feeling we get a lot of her like how she's feeling through the videos which were just it was nice like it was fun to watch especially because the quality of the videos were terrible but it makes sense because she was filming on her laptop which is the scariest notion to me 
But this movie is basically us watching Kayla kind of, like, interact with new people, gain some confidence, you know, all the, all the good things. Like, at the end of the movie, she's still shy, yes. She's still awkward, yes. But she also, like, puts herself out there. You know, she doesn't risk her own, like, integrity or, like, she she puts up boundaries that she needs to, which was really good, um, because I was there was a there was a moment where I was scared that she wasn't going to do that, and that absolutely terrified me because um, bad shit was gonna happen because uh, there was something inherently terrifying about the thought of like an an almost 18-year-old asking a 14-year-old to play truth or death, like, the red flags, the red flags that pop up immediately, and then the first question out of his mouth was, how far have you gone? Gross. Like, I'm sorry, if there's any, like, younger listeners, or even if you're just, like, you know, a person, um, if someone asks a question and you're not comfortable answering it, please don't answer the question. If there's something that someone, like, tells you or asks you to do and you're not comfortable with doing it, please don't do it. Because, ew. Like, gross. People who ask for those kind of things are just really fucking disgusting. But I was was really proud of Kayla in that moment for exercising, you know, her right to say no. Like, establishing clear boundaries, even though you could, like, very visibly tell that she was really anxious about the situation anyway. Because even the entire time that she was hanging out with, like, the friends, she was just, like, really awkward. But I think that's that's just how she is anyway. This movie is quite different to, like, a fair few of the, like, teen movies that we've been getting lately. Like, you know, He's All That just came out a couple weeks back when I didn't watch all of it, but I watched, like the end half and that movie just made me really fucking like just the 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 25 minutes that i did catch were just not not my thing because there's like there's bad movies and then there's bad movies that have bad acting and bad cinematography and that's distressing to me like because don't get me wrong i love a bad movie like I unironically love the Fast and Furious movies, despite the fact that they they literally get batshit crazy, and they get even more insane every single movie that they make. It doesn't have to be a masterpiece of storytelling. I liked the first Suicide Squad movie. Objectively, is it a good movie? Fuck no. But I enjoyed it either way, even though the story is whack. The actors were doing the best that they could with the script and everything that they got. And Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn is literally a blessing. A fucking blessing, my dude. Margot Robbie just 
I don't know what what the world did to deserve Margot Robbie, but I'm just grateful to be living at the same time as her. Like, you know, the fucking Hamilton quote was like, I can't sing that high right now because Eliza's voice is high and mine is not at the moment. But, um, you know, the look around, look around, how lucky we are to be alive right now. Yeah, that's me with Margot Robbie. That's me with a lot of actors, actually. Some of y'all be out here killing it killing it like i'm i'm not even joking we're just living a good time for movies like this year oh the way that i have not seen a single bad movie this year the fact that i've not seen a single bad movie since i went back to the cinema in june says a lot and honestly i'm really excited for the rest of the movies coming out this year Except Dear Evan Hansen, I'm not gonna lie, the fact that Ben Platt has been cast to play Dear Evan Hansen, like, Evan Hansen scares me, because if Ben Platt looks like, like a 26 year old dude, and it was wild enough to me that he played like a teenager in The Politician, in season one or whatever, yeah, he just looks like a grown adult, um, playing like a 16 year old, which just makes me feel weird, but they do that a lot anyway, um, so, you know, it is what it is, I guess, but literally every other movie that I can think of that's coming out soon just looks really good, like, I'm excited for the Venom movie, because I, that's another, like, bad movie that I really enjoyed, (laughs) um, the first Venom movie was just, it was just some fun bullshit, okay? It was some fun bullshit. I'm an action guy. I really, like, when I say I, if if I could only ever watch one genre of movie again, I would only watch action films. Like, I am literally that kind of guy. But, like, Eternals is coming. Obviously, I'm excited for the Marvel movies because, like, you know, it's Marvel. What am I, what, what else am I supposed to do? Like, Marvel owned my wallet for the next three years at least, which, you know, is kind of rude, but it is what it is. <laughs> what else is coming out? I'm like, West Side Story is coming out in, like, December or something. Fuck yes. Fuck yes i really like i love west side story i watched like i've watched a movie i've watched the i've watched like my old school do a production of it a few years ago like i just really enjoy it and also the song slap and i'm i really like musicals tick tick boom is coming out at some point this year, I think, it's supposed, it looks interesting, and I think it's got Andrew Garfield in it, but I can't remember, and I don't really want to look it up, um, but that movie looks interesting, so I can't, I can't wait to watch it, oh, I can take 8th grade off of my list of movies that I was watching in 2021, <laughs> now I just need to watch the rest of the ones that are already out, to this day the fact that i still haven't watched the dark knight rises despite watching batman begins and the dark knight especially the dark knight the amount of times that i've watched that movie and i still haven't watched dark knight rises should be a crime honestly because i'm pretty sure i watched like the dark knight like five years ago like four or five years ago 
and I still haven't watched Dark Knight Rises. So, you know, my bad uh, series is a little bit, a little bit. I'm just really excited for movies this year. I'm always excited for movies, but especially like, it's the cinema experience as well. It helps me concentrate on movies a lot more if I'm watching them in this area in the cinema rather than at home. Briefly spoke about Marvel and there's a Hawkeye trailer finally. It comes out like November twenty fourth, I think. So I have avoided this trailer like the plague. So I need to watch the Hawkeye trailer so you guys can get, you know, my live reaction. And the only thing I know about this is uh the fact that apparently there's a Captain America um musical i don't know how accurate that is but like anyway let's go i don't know what the goddamn hell is happening in that trailer to be quite honest there's a lot going on and i don't know if i have the brain cell like i don't know if i have the brain power to explain what i think is about to go down in november um but that comes out after eternals and before spider-man at home which is good i still don't know how to feel about that um, I was never excited for Hawkeye, like, I, st- we'll see, I'll watch, like, the first episode, because I'm gonna have to get Netflix back anyway, not Netflix, Disney Plus, I'm gonna have to get Disney Plus back anyway in December, because Star Wars, because, like, you know, actually, when is the Book of Boba Fett coming out? Yeah, I have to get it, because the Book of Boba Fett is coming out, and also, you know, December I need to do my Star Wars rewatch because I didn't do one in May this year I just got really distracted because what was coming out in May I think nothing came out in May because Falcon and Winter Soldier finished and then Loki started in June so I actually don't know why I didn't watch it in May I guess I was just distracted by something or other but yeah the Obi-Wan Kenobi show comes out next year apparently which, you know, fuck yes. But, uh, yeah, I was never particularly excited for any of the shows after Loki. And what if, like, I've watched the first three episodes and I've watched some of the zombies episode. Um, I didn't like episode one at all. I liked, but I liked the second and third and then what i saw of the fifth was pretty fun um but i'll do like a mini episode like a bonus episode one time to talk about what if when all the episodes are out um because that's like nine episodes of that show and i've cancelled both my disney plus and my netflix subscriptions um because i'm just gonna be like a not streamer boy um too too much so i might stick to either movies that i've already watched or uh movie science cinema for the next couple weeks until i get disney plus and like i'm debating if i should get it in october just to watch uh nightmare before christmas but then also i might get it no i think i'll get it in november then um i'll get netflix like in october because it's hard like movies oh wait no i have to get disney plus they've got hocus pocus on disney plus hocus pocus is disney yeah no i have to get disney plus in october now i can't i cannot go any more years without watching hocus pocus around halloween 
that movie is my jam. I've been watching that movie since I was a kid, and I love that movie. So, yeah, I have to get Disney Plus for then. Or I buy Hocus Pocus and Night Before Christmas. I might do that and get Netflix, actually. That seems like a good idea. Hey, those are, like, me planning things for Halloween, which is well over a month from now. I'm six weeks away, my dude, but uh, I guess we're doing that kind of shit. Um, yeah. I don't know. Hawkeye looks like it's going to be a goddamn interesting ride, to say the least. I don't I just don't really fucking care about the version in the MCU. From what I've seen, like, from what I've heard about comic book Clint Barton, he seemed a lot more interesting in the comics to me. So, again, I'm gonna have to read some fucking comics if I keep talking about these goddamn Marvel movies. But, I don't know. He just seems more interesting to me in the comics, and also, like, he's also a disabled character, which... All about like um diversity and inclusion of people. So that is also just I feel like it's kind of fucking it's sad that they didn't decide to include that into his character in earlier Marvel installments. Um they really could have and they didn't choose to do that and that just like pisses me off a bit. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, let's not talk too much on that before I get very, very annoyed, uh, with Marvel and their lack of inclusion, they're attempting to correct it now, but they've got a long-ass motherfucking way to go, and this is coming from, like, a big old MCU stuff, I love the MCU, but I can also point out its flaws, especially because I love it so much, that I can be like, okay, but this is whack, but you didn't come here to this episode to listen to me rant about Marvel, if you do want to listen to me rant about Marvel, I'm pretty sure I did that a lot in the Shang-Chi episode, and also in the future, every, I, I can do a whole, I will do, like, a re-watching ev- and review of every single MCU movie at one point or another and I will just lay out my flaws and things I liked and things that I did not like about the MCU because some of it really fucking annoys me <coughs> Endgame. Anyway, this is not what we're talking about today. We were talking about 8th grade but I got very fucking distracted by a lot of things. Actually, I can't even just blame one thing. I got distracted by literally everything. Something that I liked about 8th grade was the fact that we genuinely, like, because Kayla is so, like, awkward and also, like, has some, like, issues with anxiety and everything, that in itself is just nice to be able to see that, hey, no one is, no one is, like, living their best life 24 7 like everyone has off days and like no one knows what the fuck they're doing there is no manual to living on earth there's no like there's no thing like in the lego movie where it's got like these are the things that you do these are the things that you like and dislike no one knows what they're doing basically i don't know what i'm doing you don't know what you're doing like we all just fucking take every day by ear 
and I like the fact that Kayla like is able to like get her like motivate herself enough to go do things that she is kind of really scared about, like going to the pool party at like near the beginning of the movie, or going out with uh the high school girl and her friends and going to Gabe's house at the end of the movie and just being able to, you know, take herself out of her comfort zone to go and do something. And some some things, you know, it worked out for, like going to Gabe's. Something it didn't some things it didn't work out as well for, like, you know, the whole deal, the whole whatever the fuck with the high schoolers, because that was just I just think that it was weird that 18-year-olds were hanging out with 14-year-olds, like, casually. Like, that just made me really fucking uncomfortable, because it's like, like, didn't you meet, like, once? Didn't you meet her, like, once? Why are you suddenly, like, best friends? Like, I don't know. It just felt weird, and even if, like, the manga wasn't, like, was just being, like, nice and whatever, it's just the... Some of the other things were just really uncomfortable to me. There's another point that I want to say. Oh, one thing that I liked about this movie, like, kind of like my last, like, big thing that I liked about the movie was the fact that, like, Kayla's dad, like, like, don't come to me for parenting advice ever. I don't know how parents work. <laughs> I don't know how parents work. Um, I haven't had one in a really long time. So, you know, it's kind of, like, it's kind of hard to be able to, like, look at parenting and be like, you're a really good dad because of x y and z you know like you're really good at what you do because like i said no one has a manual for this shit everyone is like trying to like slowly work it out as they go along and obviously every child is different and every parent's different but the fact that like kayla's dad was really calm with her the entire time even when she would snap at him or like just be like i just want to be on my phone or everything like that like she was he was really calm with her and especially the conversation at the end of the movie where he was basically when she was like oh if i if are you sad because because i'm your kid and he basically just goes uh no like i was terrified that i was gonna like, be the sole parent of you, but you, like, made me proud every day and all of that, she really needed to hear that, and funnily enough, I really needed to hear that as well, and I feel like that's, like, my main thing with, like, the main kind of, like, message, I think, is just being able to be proud of yourself, as well as of other people, because, like, it's all well and good being proud of other people, but sometimes you need to realize like, hey, you could be proud of yourself too, you know? And I just really loved his like little like speech at the end. That was really cute. And I just he was trying his goddamn best. Like he was really just like, I'm gonna be here and I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like I don't know why we're burning this box, but like I'm gonna help you if you need help and if you don't need help then I'm just gonna sit and be in the same space you know and i just thought that was really nice i just something about this movie 
like simultaneously hit very close to home and also was just like i have never experienced this in my life like because on one hand she's very anxious which also mood um i cannot even when it comes to like a lot of people it's just like oof yeah no like a lot of people and then couple it with like a lot of people that i don't know or don't talk to and i don't have anyone that i can latch onto and be like "Hmm, i'm here now like nah mm -mm. those are hella uncomfortable um they just make me really just get really funky and don't vibe with that at all I've, I've been working on it and everything like i've been getting a lot better at just interacting with people but i'm not necessarily going out of my way to interact with new people but i'm getting better at just like being around them so you know it is what it is but also just the um like i'm lucky i guess um that i've never had it's like kind of be- being like i have like no friends kind of thing I mean, like, I've had experiences, like, kind of similar to it, but I've never, like, fully been like, there is nobody that I can talk to or hang out with, and, you know, I'm very, I'm very happy for that, you know? There's something about these high school movies and, like, popularity and all that that I've never understood. I don't know if it's just because I grew up in England and we don't really have that here, at least I never noticed if we had that. Because everyone's just kind of, like, friends with who they're friends with. Like, everyone in... Everyone in my primary school knew each other. If, like, everyone in the, my year at primary school knew each other. Like, most people at secondary school knew each other. But there's never... There was never, like, oh, these people are popular and these people are not. It was more just, like, oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. But just something about these, like, high school movies that seem to have this, like, popularity hierarchy. And I've never gotten it. Like, I never got it. We never really had that over here. Um, let me know if you, like, live anywhere except the US and you have these, like, this is the part of the kid in, like, high school and middle school or whatever. I don't know. It just seems very interesting to me. Because it must happen at some place, right? Because they make so many goddamn high school movies about this. About like blah 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 is so popular and blah 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 is a loser and it's like okay but surely it must exist somewhere if you're making movies like so many movies about it you know I don't know anyway it is getting to rap time but let us go to my favorite part of this which is putting in the scores. I haven't given this movie a score yet, so I'm actually going to be thinking this up on the spot, my dude. Which is going to be fun. On the one hand, it was a nice movie. On the other hand, it really did make me cringe. And I don't like cringy things too, too much. Because it just makes me feel weird. Just to run through the scores so far... Um, 8th grade had a critics, Rotten Tomatoes critic score of 99%, a Rotten Tomatoes audience score of 82%, and I'm going to give this movie a 76%. Gives me a final score of 85.67%, which means that it 
is the second highest rated movie um so far it beats out the suicide squad and is right below shang chi and the legend of the ten rings and that is what is up kyle but yeah that is it for the episode uh thank you guys for listening if you want to you know come chat about uh eighth grade with me you can at the podcast on twitter tweet at hunters underscore pod and you can dm the instagram account which is hunters of fandom pod you can follow if you want to just get updates on me uh for some reason <laughs> you can uh follow me on instagram which is mj gale and on twitter which is mj gale underscore um but yeah thank you for listening to an episode of hunters of fandom podcast i have been your host james and that is it for this episode i will see you guys next week Hasta luego.